Dan's Drive-In Double Feature presents The Last Slumber Party Minute, a minute-by-minute podcast covering Steven Tyler's The Last Slumber Party, copyright 1988. Your host, Daniel R. Budnick. You can call him Dan. Now, listen to this. Episode 61, Minute 61. It's Dan, everybody. We're we're in the home stretch here. 11 more minutes, counting this one. And the previous minute ended with a big, big final girl encountering the killer moment. He approaches her with his scalpel. She has a huge butcher knife. She stabs him in the chest, and he is bleeding and not well. Let's join Minute 61 now. <laughs> Well, it's one of the shortest final girl killer encounters I think ever in, in Slasher. She she wanders around, she wanders around. He he sees she sees him coming down the steps. She tries to go out the front for some reason can't, and then she rushes in the kitchen, grabs another knife. He approaches her with the scalpel. She stabs him in the chest, uh, and he drops to the well. Well, well, it's interesting the way it's done is that you see him like squirting the blood packet, bloods flying all around and then she kind of looks at her knife and then she just drops to the floor she drops to the floor and you see that he's already on the floor and his the knife kind of skids across the ground and almost like jabs him in the leg and then you see the knife covered with blood not near his leg and then the sequence ends the night ends because the next shot is in in the daytime the it ends with actually a pretty nicely framed shot uh which uh it looks looks very good for one three three. If they, I, I'm wondering what the aspect ratio was when he originally shot it on film. If because in '84 everything didn't go direct to video, and the market was just really beginning to take off. Blood Cult hadn't been out yet, and I'm wondering if if he framed stuff at one eight five or or just everything at one three three. I mean, the framing generally doesn't look off and that shot in particular the framing looks really good i think it's um it's just basically overhead looking down on the kitchen floor from kind of a height and uh linda is kind of um uh horizontal is that right yeah horse i always get them wrong i always get the, uh horizontal at the bottom of the frame uh on her back chris is above her kind of um not fully in the frame uh also horizontal and then 
kind of maybe two-thirds of the way across the frame, and then sort of in the upper right corner, right next to Chris, with the knife in between all of them, is the killer, who looks like he's taking a nap. Uh, and he doesn't seem to be as bloody as you'd think he should be. I just had another look. Eh, from all that blood that was splooching around, uh, he's just he's just got like a streak of red, like over over his left um, left left breast, as it were. And uh, so that's the end of the minute. And around about like 26 seconds in or so, 24, 25 seconds in, it f discreetly fades out. And when we fade back in, hooray, it's the Dr. Sickler hour. Ba -ba 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 -ba. It's wacky Dr. Sickler. And that freaking ladder is still at the front of the house. Now, I will say this. In this shot here, it's, it's, you can see the ladder, but it's kind of slightly tough to see the ladder. Um, and so she has two windows. Yeah, doesn't she? Does she? She has two. Does she have two windows in her room? Because there's a window right next to the window. I got. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. You you know I, I scan back through. I just grabbed a couple spots. I don't. I I don't think there's another window in that room, which means that the uh, exterior doesn't match the interior. You know I'll have to I'll have to make a, a closer look at it because. But it never occurred to me that there was another window. You can see it. It's right next to the other window. But I don't see. I don't believe we see it in the room. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I know where we'd see it when Chris is looking into the closet. Wait a minute, don't move, don't move. Isn't this, isn't this exciting, folks? Who knows what I'm going to say when I get back. Actually, I didn't go anywhere right there. I was just I was just faking you out. Here I go. I'm going for real now. Here I go. Huh, no, I, I still can't quite tell. It, I, I really don't think there's another window there. I think there's some... I, at least, I don't remember seeing it. <sighs> hmm. Well... There you go. Uh, so maybe we'll find out by the end. And if any of you listening uh, have seen the other one, I cannot for the life of me remember now. But anyways, okay, let's stop. So the second half of the minute is Dr. Sickler fun time. He pulls into the driveway in a car. I thought he'd have a nicer car. Uh, the, the sound effect seems to be off when he pulls into the driveway. Um, and it's interesting because you can clearly see the guy's car parked it's it's not even parked like all the way up it's like parked in the middle of the drive like sort of the not the yeah it's parked in the middle of the driveway obviously but it's parked sort of in the middle of the length of the driveway they didn't even pull all the way up and the the the, the thing i can't quite tell is when dr sickler steps out of the car he very deliberately is looking towards the street and he very deliberately doesn't go to the back door where you think he'd go to rather than the front door but then he could go to the front door if he wants, but it would seem to be the way he walks, because he walks down the driveway, onto the sidewalk, up the front path, to the door, whereas he can just walk up the driveway a bit, and there's the, the back door. Maybe he forgot the key, I don't know. He certainly doesn't have any orange juice. He has nothing in his hands apart from his keys. And, But when he steps out of that car, doesn't does it look to you like he's deliberately not seeing the guy's car? Like, when you get out, Look the other way. You do not see their car. You do not see... Because he doesn't look at the car and go, What the... F what? What? You know, he doesn't walk up to it and look at it like, Who's, Whose car is this? And how does he not see it when he pulls in? And maybe he's just very tired if he's been on suicide watch all night. But it's a really odd moment. Because you think he, he'd look and go, What in the hell? Go up to the car. And we, he, we know he knows what car that is. Because he saw the guys yesterday at the convenience store. So he, he if he sees that, he's going to go, what the heck are those guys doing in my house at 8 in the morning, 9 in the morning, whenever the heck it is? What is going on here? But he very deliberately doesn't see it. And then when he goes up the front walk, he, he takes like a, he does a kind of calm take at the ladder. But he doesn't quite do a like, 
what the hell? There, there's a freaking ladder going up to my daughter's room, and there's a car that I know is owned by these three horny guys uh, in my driveway. What is going on? But it doesn't really register with him that much. We do get to see him open the door, and the minute ends with him stepping into his kitchen. Uh, and 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 again, I don't, I don't know the state of the kitchen. We don't see the floor, but but presumably, you know, he's about to step onto a pile of bodies or a bunch of blood. Um, well, I just don't know. Yeah, it's it's um it's an interesting minute because the yeah the usually I would give it this the. Some of Chris, the the only part of this film that I find a bit on the eh side is a bit of the minute or two of Chris walking around because you know that she's once once she starts finding her friends, you know that she's going to find every one of them. You're like, oh god, uh, and it's it's okay. I don't mind watching Chris, and it, it goes by going minute by minute through it. It went by much quicker than I remember it, but um, yeah, that's like that's the shortest encounter between Final Girl and, and Slasher uh, ever, maybe? I don't know. You know, counting from the moment she sees him on the stairs to when she stabs him, I, it's, it's um, I mean, it's it's a minute, if it's that. It's a, no more than a minute and a half. I mean, that's kind of cuckoo caca, isn't it? Um, at the same time, the iced, no, the iced bit goes on longer because it has those flash, uh, the flashbacks. And the Blood Lake section is, is slightly more tortury until uh, Mike... Is that his name? Bursts in and beats the crap out of the the slasher. Um, uh, but uh, bought the house, never paid him. Ah, uh, Blood Lake. Yeah. So, so that's a minute. Apparently, the the killing is is done. Uh, maybe I don't know. And Doctor Sickler is about to stumble across a heap of dead bodies. Possibly, maybe, maybe. You know, Doctor Sickler. He, yeah, he's not always the most. He doesn't seem to be very observant. Let's say that. So, uh, 61 minutes, folks. What do you think? 61 minutes in. We've got 10 minutes left. Listen to this. 